Listen back to your past shows and you will get better. It's the best way to hear and see where you can improve. But let's say you know what the problem is. Let's say you know you want to sound like you have more energy on camera, even though all you want to do is take a nap. Let's say you know all of this, but you don't know how to fix it. You're in the right place. Welcome to Stand Out, the show that shares strategies you can use right now to get noticed and be seen as a thought leader in your industry. I'm your host, Cheryl Tan, with CherylTanMedia.com. This is episode 59. In 2018, I am on a mission to inspire you to find your voice, show up consistently, and bring your story to life on video. Hey, everybody. Have you joined the Standout Facebook community? We'd love to have you in there. It's filled with business owners and experts just like you who have a message they want to share. The group is a place to ask questions and learn from each other. You can get the link to sign up on the video resources page at CherylTanMedia.com. Just go to CherylTanMedia.com forward slash video resources, sign up for my newsletter, and you will be sent the link to join. Today, you're going to learn how you can create energy on camera, even when you don't feel like you have any. You'll get my four tips to creating energy when you're on video, and the main reason why this effort is so important. Does this sound like you? You're so focused on doing a great job on camera, on the words, on pronouncing everything correctly, on making sure you look great, on creating a message that hits home, that the lights and the camera are working properly, the list goes on and on and on. But sometimes the most important thing is one you don't think about, your energy. That's what we're talking about today. Why is it so important? Well, it goes back to all of us and how we're all so busy. Probably one of the most asked questions I get after, how do I get featured on TV or how do I start using video for my business is, how can I get more people to watch my show or my video? Put another way, people want to know, how can I stand out in all of that noise? The answer to this isn't black and white. It just it just isn't. But one thing I know for sure, your message will be more successful if it connects with the right people at the right time. That means you have to make sure you're talking to the right people and saying the right things to them. For example, as I'm recording this, it's tax time. I'm actually done with my taxes this year, thankfully, but it was a painful process. And it's always right around this time of year that I think about a better way to handle my business finances. I'm actively looking for information, for resources, for help in this area. And that information stands out to me when I'm going through my emails or trying to figure out what podcast I'm going to listen to next. And the titles that interest me right now focus on creating better bookkeeping systems and systematizing accounting, that kind of thing. I never thought that would have been an interest before, let me tell you, but our interests change just as our businesses and our lives do. So you have to make sure the people you want to reach are hearing the right message from you at the right time. 
Second, it's so important you love what you're talking about. People can tell if you're passionate about something. They'll forgive you if you're nervous and if you sound nervous. That's really okay. But they won't keep listening if you don't love what you're talking about. If you sound bored or you sound as if you don't care, they'll find someone else who loves that same subject. And this is the point I want to drive home. That energy is so important in relaying the passion you have for your subject. It's critical that you sound like you love what you do. That will help you stand out. Passion is infectious. And if you show passion, it will keep your audience engaged in the topic. Remember, I'm looking for accounting topics. On its own, accounting could put someone to sleep. But I'm interested in the subject. And someone who is engaged in it is very interesting to me. If the presenter isn't engaging, I'll just find somebody else. There really are plenty of options out there. You may be thinking right now, I am passionate about my topic. I don't mean to sound bored. It just comes across that way. Well, that's what we're here to solve. By the way, if you're new here, thanks so much for stopping by. This episode is just the latest in a series of shows focused on video. Go back to your podcast app and take a listen to the last few episodes, all designed to help you succeed on video. For example, if you're trying to incorporate live streaming into your video strategy, check out episode 52, where I sat down with live streaming expert Jenny Q. You can either go to CherylTanMedia.com forward slash podcast and search for episode 52, or go to your podcast app and look for episode 52 in the show listing. While you're there, feel free to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. Thank you in advance. Then listen to episode 54, how to look good on a webinar, and episode 55, how to avoid being nervous on camera. If you've been thinking about hiring a videographer, check out my conversation with Chris Lane in episode 56. We talk about the things you should think about before you hire someone to help you. Episode 57 talks about the benefits of batching your videos, which I highly recommend. And episode 58 works on helping you create the show you want if you want to incorporate interviews in them. I share tips so you can become a better interviewer. On to today's topic now. We've talked about why it's important to sound like you have energy on camera and what it can do for you and your audience, let's talk about now the four things you can do to create more energy on video. My first tip is to focus on the power of one. What I mean by that is focus on speaking to one person. You may be sitting in your closet recording your show, just like I'm doing right now. Maybe you're in your kitchen, your home office, or maybe you're in your cubicle at work. But as you're staring into the camera, picture a person on the other side of it. When I was just getting started in TV news, I used to picture my mom on the other side of the camera. But now I picture some of my favorite clients, and I imagine them nodding their heads while I'm talking. If I can see them in my mind, I feel as if I'm creating content I know they want to hear. When you focus on the power of one, that one client, for example, let's call her Jen, then you can lean forward and really focus on what she wants to hear. And when you lean forward, I really mean lean into the microphone or into the camera. And then you can transfer the intensity you have for the subject you're talking about into the camera. 
Focusing on one person is really the best thing I have done to be able to create a connection with the camera because you're not connecting with the object, the camera. You're really connecting with a person who is hearing the message. Focus on the power of one. So how does this translate to energy even when you're feeling so very tired? Well, for me, it's not about letting someone down. So if I think I have Jen waiting for me, waiting to hear what I have to say, I don't want to let her down. And even if I'm tired, I use her presence there to push me to do my very best for her. And that personally makes me less tired. Tip number two is to slow down. Easier said than done, right? When you're doing a project like this and you're dreading it, you may want to get it over as quickly as possible. And people can tell. Actually, they may not be able to tell you what you're saying because you're reading or speaking so quickly. If you're reading from a script, take some time off camera to read through that script and focus specifically on the words you want to emphasize. You can underline the words, you can highlight them, but make sure you mark the script in some way so you know to slow down, even more so at that point in that script. If you're interviewing someone or just speaking off the cuff, it's so important to make sure your audience can understand every word you say, and that means slowing down. If you've ever recorded on video before and then watched it back, you may have felt as if you were not connecting enough, not showing enough emotion. The camera has a way of flattening you out, of making you seem as if you aren't showing emotion, even when you felt as if you were doing a really great job at it. So you just have to add a little bit more. You can do that by slowing down and emphasizing important phrases and words, and the result will be so much better. It may feel as if you're speaking over the top or pushing too much. That generally is where you want to be. Tip number three, use your hands when you talk. This is a great bit of advice I learned years ago to help breathe emotion into your performance because that's what this is. This is a performance. One way you can focus your energy on how you're saying your lines is by using your hands when you talk. You may be thinking, really, Cheryl, use my hands? Well, hear me out. The goal is to help you be seen as approachable, as knowledgeable, as relatable, and using your hands can help you do that. We've discussed in other episodes of Standout that you want to minimize distractions by wearing solid colors and staying away from wild patterns or backgrounds. Well, you want to use your hand movements while you're speaking, but you don't want to overdo it, so much so that people notice you're using your hands. If you're on video, you don't want your hand gestures to be the focus of the video, so keep them at below your shoulders and use them naturally. This takes some practice, but look around and you'll see the people who look the most natural on camera use their hands to some degree, and you can do the same thing. I don't mean waving them around wildly, but depending on what you're saying, use your hands to illustrate a point. Use them for emphasis. For example, if you're discussing three main ideas, hold up three fingers. I know this sounds a little weird as I'm saying it, but right now, as I'm recording this, I'm holding up three fingers. 
To help illustrate this, I'm going to share links to well-known personalities who are charismatic on camera, and you will be able to see how they use their hands when they talk. Just go to the show notes for this episode. You'll find them at CherylTanMedia.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 59. And my final tip, the part so many dread, review what you have created. I talk with so many people who hate to see themselves on camera. I'll admit it's not the first thing I do after recording a video, but the only way to get better is to see what there is to improve. So watch what you've recorded and make changes from there. Better yet, if you have a trusted friend or relative, bring that person into the circle and have that person give you feedback on ways to sound more conversational, to connect with the camera, to look as if you're enjoying the process. Some of this takes time. And the fact that you're even listening to this episode is a testament to that. You will get better. But you do have to start and you are on the way. To recap, in order to show more energy on camera, use these four tips. Focus on the power of one. Slow down. Use your hands when you talk and review what you have created. I also wanted to share some things to think about as you prepare for your next shoot. Some best practices I have learned after having been on thousands of these. I have learned the hard way to respect them and to follow them. And the first of these rules is to control what you can control. If you're working in live television, like I did, the unexpected happened way too often, like lights bursting on the air, the lights going out in the middle of a show, the teleprompter dying right after a show starts. You work around those mishaps when they happen, but control what you can control from the very beginning. So if you have a video shoot, or if you are planning to batch your videos from home, arrive early or give yourself plenty of time. Get a good night's sleep, eat a good breakfast before you start shooting videos. I know these sound simple, but I see too many people jeopardize their creative process before they even begin. All of this will have an effect on how you look. And depending on how well you prepare, it will also help you appear to have more energy on camera. I know it sounds basic, I know, but preparing the easy stuff is worth the time. Do that, and when you are on camera, you can focus on your performance, and that's it. If you would like to discuss your videos and your specific video strategy, let's talk. Just click on the Work With Me tab at CherylTanMedia.com, and keep sharing your video successes with us in the Standout community. If you've been a faithful listener of Standout, I thank you. If you are brand new to us, I appreciate your checking us out. In 2018, I am on a mission to inspire you to find your voice, show up consistently, and bring your story to life on video. Until next time, I'm Cheryl Tan.